Hey, how's it going? My name's Ben. And I'm Nicole. And you're listening to Listener Tales. Yeah. From Wicked and Grim. Bonus episode. Yeah. So this is an official episode by any means. It's sorry, it is not. I kind of stumbled out. It is not an official episode. This is just Listener Tales. Very. So those people who are out there who are awesome, who listen to our show, submitted some creepy ass shit they have been through. Hmm. And we're going to read that. Okay. I'm very intrigued. So am I. I want to know what your reaction is to some of these because they're kind of creepy. Have you read through all of them already? Um, or just- I, well, I have because I, I mean, I had to select for today. We got it quite a bit. Oh, I couldn't okay. go through and do all of them. Right. So um, what we have, they're, 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 they're pretty, they're pretty. Uh, well, I don't want to give it away. I'll just leave it at that. They're, they're interesting. They're so creepy, these are they're spooky. Legit things that have happened to some of our listeners. Correct. Oh, my gosh. I, I feel like I already got goosebumps here. <laughs> um, and then if there is time, I might share a little bit of a story at the end of your own of my own. So okay. we'll see. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. You're ready. Okay. So for listener tales, we are starting off here with Cheyenne or shy. Um, I'm not going to be sharing any last names for anyone That's just uh, to keep uh, personal information quiet. That's good. Uh, but shy has sent us this. She says, this is the time I dated a murderer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Starting out strong there. Right? Uh, so I'm going to read verbatim what Cheyenne wrote. So imagine me as Cheyenne because she wrote this in first person. Okay. I was 15 years old, a soft, sophomore at high school in South Florida, and a little confused about where my life was heading, as most of us were in high school. I was depressed, and I experimented with drugs often. Picture a petite, 100-pound, light-skinned girl who only wore black and had dyed colorful hair that listened to heavy metal rock music and carried around a set of drumsticks. I met a guy named David, and he was a little older than me. I think at the time he was 18, 19. We met at the Civic Center that was 10 minutes walking distance from my house. He was friends with my ex-girlfriend, who was still friendly with me, and his brother was my friend as well. We gravitated towards each other like moths to a flame. We had this deeply misunderstood feeling about ourselves, and that was one of the things that really brought us together. We spent every day together for months. He would wait for me by my house as I walked home from school, or he would wait at the bus stop for me when I decided to take the bus. We would smoke weed and do a couple of other things together. Once, I brought him home. My mom said she didn't like him, but wouldn't intervene in my relationship. We broke up shortly after him meeting my mom and family because he was going to the army and I was going through some mental health issues that made it difficult to focus on someone else in the relationship. One day, I stopped seeing him around the neighborhood. I questioned it, but didn't think anything of it until I saw him on the news one night. David Smith not his real last name, arrested for murder. I was stunned and shocked. Wow. My mouth dropped open and I swear you could hear it hit the floor. I was completely confused. I instantly took my phone out and Googled it. He and a roommate were arrested for murdering their landlord. Wow. The landlord was bound, gagged, beaten and rolled up in a rug and tossed in the canal in the back of the house with a box of his belongings. They murdered the elderly landlord. Oh my gosh. I think he was in his seventies because they didn't want to pay rent. 
I was disgusted and appalled, but I could now say I dated a murderer. Holy shit. Could you imagine seeing your ex on the news only to find out that they killed someone while you're dating them? Oh, were they together? Well, yeah. At the time of the murder? Well, I believe so. Or maybe it was afterwards, though. I don't know how. It well, I mean, she did say sometime later. So actually, it, it could have been that they committed it afterwards. Okay. You're right. You're right. Sorry. But still, that he had it in him. Yes. To commit murder. And yes. you were dating him. Yes. Yes. That is um, very unnerving. Uh, yeah. I think I would have trouble sleeping and wondering I would be I thanking know. my lucky stars that <laughs> yes. it ended when it did. Actually, that too. Because, yeah, if you were still dating, could you imagine, eh? No kidding. Oh. oh. Okay, that's that's a lot. Do you think that's going to be something that we can beat? Well, I'm not, I'm not going to compare them to each other. But, I mean, that, that that's setting the bar high is all that I'm saying. That is very much so. Because, yeah, that doesn't – it get, uh, I would struggle with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. But also, like you, being on the positive side, like, shit, Yeah. Yeah, she got out of I that. got out of that. <laughs> yeah. No longer associating with this motherfucker. Um, I mean, a terrible that he like, – really? You're going to fucking murder your landlord because you don't want to pay rent? Yeah. Like, really? There's no way that you're you're going to get away with that. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And of all the reasons to kill someone, I think killing just for the sake of killing is a better reason than I don't want to pay rent. Yeah. But I Not mean, that you, either you is a good to reason. Through, though, too, if they were – on drugs or something at the time when they were doing it or oh, potentially right or under some influence of something still i mean that's no reason whatsoever no, no, but no yeah. reason is a good reason no holy okay all right on to the next one so well i mean i should say first and foremost thank you shy for sending that in that's a crazy story yeah no we appreciate you sharing that with us wow uh and next up we have wendy so Wendy has this to say. Okay, let's hear what's Wendy got to say. Well, this is what Wendy now has I'm to say. Now I'm like, do I want to know? <laughs> <laughs> she says this, and again, reading verbatim. We lived in an older apartment above a bar, closed for years, on the south side of Milwaukee. We always heard weird noises at all hours, and my fiancé was actually touched in the attic. Ugh. We went to bed one night and fell asleep fairly quickly. I woke up in the middle of the night because I heard something in the living room. Both of us have insomnia, so it's not unusual for one of us to wake up and go to the other room to read or play video games or whatever. I looked out of the bedroom door and saw a dark figure outside the bedroom door Ugh. and heard shuffling noises. Gosh. I, of course, thought it was my fiance, so I yelled at him to be quiet and come back to bed. No response. I repeated it. And got no response again. So I simply said, well, just be quiet, please. I rolled over to go back to sleep and rolled into my fiance who had never left the bed. I got instant chills and covered my head with the blanket and shut my eyes while trying to get as close to him as possible. I eventually fell back to sleep. <laughs> it creeped me out big time and is something I will never forget. Okay, the fact that you just like were able to go back to sleep is mind blowing. <laughs> right? I just feel like if that was me, I'd be like, Ben, wake the fuck up. Like, we're out. That's terrifying. I would be terrified. I'm what? Okay, 
I'm curious, Wendy, shoot us another message. Do you think it possibly could have been um, like a nightmare of sorts? Do you know you were awake? Because I know insomnia can sometimes like mess with an individual's Uh, mind, like sleep paralysis and stuff. So is it possible that it was a dream? Yeah. I mean, I doubt it. I'm pretty sure she's, she's certain, but I'm just curious. We're assuming this is a ghost, right? Of sorts and not like a burglar. I'm well, I'm assuming she, she didn't say that she was robbed. Yeah. Or just someone breaking in though. Like, who's, oh my gosh. I don't know. Either way. That's too much. Yeah. I'd be terrified. And the fact that you went back to sleep, like well done. Wendy. No shit. Like, but I do have to give her credit. I mean, putting the covers over your head, that <laughs> does solve a lot of problems. That protects you from anything. <laughs> right. Nothing's getting through that barrier. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Wow. Dark figure in the hallway. Um, I'm surprised that your fiance didn't wake up. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, would you, though? You're a pretty heavy sleeper at times. Touche. Touche. Hmm. Like there's been. Oh, yeah. I have literally like we live in a freaking tiny house. And I remember Kiwi barfing up top in our loft and me like coming downstairs. I even accidentally fucking turned the light on <laughs> and I'm like trying to clean this up. And you were just like either you're pretending because you didn't want to help or <laughs> you were sleeping. No, I have no recollection of such event. So I was out because it was the middle of the night. And I accidentally turned the loft light on huh. and that didn't even wake you. I was a little surprised. Huh. Interesting. Was my face covered by the blankets? Because, again, that barrier protects you <laughs> from everything. I don't know. I can't recall. <laughs> um, all right. On to the next one here. So we got Lori who sent this one in. This story takes place back in 19 in the 1960s. Okay. When I was a little girl. I'm the youngest of three girls. When this happened, I was three years old. My next sister, Christy, was five, and my oldest sister, Roxanne, was eight. It was Halloween, and we were all dressed and ready to go out, trick-or-treating. The three of us had never been allowed to go out on our own, so Roxanne was doing some major pleading with our folks, and she was old enough to take us and be responsible for us. We had a specific route we had to stick to, and they agreed on a time when we had to be back home. We had been out for about an hour when we ended up approaching this house. We walked on the front porch, rang the bell, and waited. After a while, a guy opened the door. We yelled, trick or treat, giddy, with excitement. The guy opens the door a little more, and we see a gorilla chained up in the corner of the living room to the wall. He's jumping up and down and pulling on the chain. The guy at the door says, It's okay. He's not getting out of those chains. What? At that moment, the gorilla breaks the chains and charges towards the door. Oh my gosh. Directly at the three of us. At this point, I don't really remember much. My oldest sister, Roxanne, grabbed me and my other sister and we ran down the driveway as fast as we could. As we were fleeing... The gorilla had come out the door and was chasing after us. As we got across the street, the gorilla stops, takes off its head and yells, hey, girls, come back. It's just a joke. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm like, this is freaking terrifying. (laughs) Uh, Which she says, which was the farthest thing from our minds. Me and my sister, Christy, were crying and totally (laughs) terrified. Uh, We were about four four blocks from home, which meant nothing to us as we ran the entire way home. Oh, my gosh. After we got home, it took quite a while for us to calm down enough to tell our folks about (laughs) what just happened. 
when we realized I did not even have my Halloween candy bag. I must have dropped it as we were fleeing for our lives. Just then, my father told my sister Roxanne to show him the house. My father was on a mission to find those guys and give a good ass chewing, which he did. When they came back, he now had my candy bag saying, I bet they never do that again. To this day, 57 years later, I can't even look at a gorilla, real (laughs) or fake, without being totally terrified. Every time the three of us get together, this story always comes up. We all can laugh about it now, but that was not the case years ago. Roxanne still swears to this day that she wasn't scared and knew it was all fake all along, which Christy and I totally disagree with. She was just as scared as we were. That is terrifying and hilarious. I'm sorry it happened. (laughs) It's a bit hilarious, but those people probably went a bit too far. Definitely. You can go too far with shit like that. 100%. Yeah. Um, Especially this being uh, in the the 60s where it's like this sort of stuff. I don't think, I mean, mind you, I, I wasn't alive then. I don't think this sort of stuff would have been occurring too much. Like Halloween wasn't as big of a horrifying terrifying thing i don't think from my perspective but but yeah could you imagine fucking gorilla chained up chasing you like that well yeah and especially like efforts to be like so alarmed that this person has a gorilla in their freaking house no kidding and then it oh it's not gonna get loose and then this thing gets loose like i would actually probably piss myself especially if you're three years old yeah no kidding. I could like I could see, okay, playing the prank of like, oh, he gets out and then you close the door. But like chasing you down the fucking yeah. driveway and street, that is way too excessive. That's, yeah. I have actually had some times though, like trick-or-treating where people have jumped out and scared you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, yeah, I just don't even know if you could get away with that nowadays necessarily. I don't think so. Yeah, you just have to have inflatable blow-up shit in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. I think if something like that were to happen nowadays, I I think it would be more than just someone getting yelled at. I think like cops would probably be involved. Probably. Most likely. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. That is a story and a half. That is <laughs> quite the story. Thank you, Lori, for sharing that. Oh, and um, I am curious though, a follow-up question. Did you go trick-or-treating the next year? <laughs> yeah. Have you gone <laughs> trick-or-treating since ever again? Yeah. Holy heck. And was that Halloween candy worth it? (laughs) Um, Our next one here comes from Hannah. To start, I don't really believe in a whole lot of paranormal slash ghost phenomena, but I really got to say what happened to me really makes me question my whole belief system. I need to give a little backstory though before I get into it. So bear with me. At the time of the event, I'm eight years old. Kids are creepy and always seeing weird shit. Mm -hmm. So makes sense. My godmother was someone that I saw occasionally, maybe like once a year, when I would visit her. Sometimes her best friend Shirley would be with her. I only met Shirley a couple times, but from what I remember, she was a sweet old woman. During this time, she had a heart attack and was put into a medically induced coma. However, I was not aware of this whatsoever. Like I said, I only met her a couple times, so it wasn't really urgent. News to, or sorry, wasn't really urgent news to inform a little eight-year-old me of this. Mm-hmm. Now, just keep all that in mind, and let's get into the actual story. Allow me to set the scene. 
My friend Eric and I are hanging out in her front yard of our suburban neighborhood. Uh, the good old days before phones and iPads. Right. Uh, we were playing a little game we called Sweet and Sour. So the premise of it goes, we literally just stand on the sidewalk outside, wave at cars. If we if they wave back, they're sweet. If they don't, they're sour. Okay. Uh, yeah, you get the point. It was probably around 4 p.m., so the sun was still up and, and shining. We played this game for about an hour, waving at cars and cheering if they waved back. Most would, some wouldn't. And somehow, that entertained us. After some time, a light brown, older-looking car came around the corner. We did our usual process, smiling and waving. The car slowed down drastically and rolled unnervingly close to us along the sidewalk. My first thought was, uh-oh, my parents warned me about things like this. <laughs> but then, as the car rolled directly in front of us, a reassuring feeling swept over me. Just about three feet away from me was my grandmother's friend, Shirley. We waved back, and the car drove off down the street, until out of view. I immediately looked over at Erica and said, I think that was my godmother's friend. Think her name is Shirley. We both shrugged and continued on our game until I was called home for dinner. I had completely disregarded the event and basically forgot that it happened that night. The next evening, while eating dinner with my dad and my brother, my dad informed us that our godmother's best friend died. She had a heart attack about a week prior and sadly passed away last night in a coma. This utterly baffled me. How could this be possible? I literally just saw her driving around last night. Mm -hmm. With a mundane event now becoming extremely puzzling, I immediately told my dad what had happened. At first, he thought I must have been confused. She had been in a coma for over a week. Maybe I just saw someone that looked like her. I insisted it was her, describing her appearance to a T. Then I recounted the car she was driving. Granted, in a few times that I met her, I'd never seen her car. My dad's face went white when he said that it was an old light brown car. He told me that's her car. As much as I had questioned myself, I know what I saw. Even more compelling is the fact that Erica saw her too. I don't know if it was a spirit, a ghost, or something else, but it was her. It wasn't scary or chilling or anything that you'd expect from a ghost. I felt kind of endearing. I've tried to wrap my brain around why Shirley would visit me. I only met her so many times, but I like to think that she must have just really taken a liking to me. Regardless, I am honored to have been her final goodbye. And there you go. Literal goosebumps. Yeah? That story actually gave me goosebumps. It is chilling. Yes. Like if there's one word that I have for this, it's haunting. And I don't mean that in like a negative sense, mm -hmm. but it's like it's calming and haunting. It's just, wow. Yeah. I mean, I kind of find it a little bit nice. Yeah? In which way? I don't way? know. In the sense that she had passed and that she had was just, I don't know, then moving on to like living, well, not living, how would be the word? Carrying on in a way that she'd want to, like cruising around in her, her vehicle and, yeah. and saying goodbye and just like happy. Yeah. She was not a, a sour person, right? She was one of the sweet ones. She was a sweet, not a sour. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Wow. So, and that game, I have to say, is really cool. That I, is. <laughs> that is a cool game. And I think it would be interesting to play that. 
And I feel like as the years pass, though, there'd be more and more sour people just because people are so distracted and stuff nowadays. Yeah, definitely. But wow, I like that one. I don't know. I don't find that alarming at all. That's cool. Well, and I do want to point this out too here. At the very last, uh, she goes on to say, um, thanks for reading my story. And I hope you guys found it interesting. Mm -hmm. As always, stay wicked. And she spelled stay with five Y's. Stay wicked. Yeah. Your little thing there is catching on. It's like your thing now. I know. Stay wicked. Stay wicked. Our next merch will have to be like that, eh? Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Just be like real small letters and the entire thing is just filled with Y's. And then at the end, just little letters again. Wicked. Wicked. It's like stay and then just like hundreds of Y's. Okay, but like, how cool was this? Thank you for sending in these stories. Yes, thank you guys so much. Um, and if you are up for it, I'm going to read a little bit of a story myself. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You ready Let's for it? Let's do it. We got time. Okay, I'm going to keep this short though. Um, but this is the story of a reoccurring nightmare I had when I was about five or six years old. Okay. And I had this dream, I think probably about six times, and it was exactly the same every time. Hmm. And have I heard of this? I I mean, I think you have. I've told, I know I've told you, but whether you listened or not, it's another. another oh my uh, gosh. Part of it. Cause I never listened to you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, sometimes. Hashtag maybe. married life. <laughs> Love you, babe. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, this is my reoccurring nightmare. Okay. So as it starts out, I'm walking down a sidewalk with my friend. We're both not like five years old anymore though. We're probably somewhere in the vicinity of like, I don't know, maybe 18 years old, somewhere in that time range, maybe even like early Mm twenties, but we're walking down a sidewalk, a concrete sidewalk. And it's odd because we both grew up as neighbors on a dirt road. We'd ride our bikes in the dirt road, go in the forest, play with sticks, so on and so forth. So this concrete city kind of small town setting was not normal. Right. So we're walking down the sidewalk and it's kind of dusk. The light is barely on the horizon. Sky's getting dark and we're walking home. And of course, just like any classic nineties teenage horror movie for Halloween, we take a shortcut (laughs) through a graveyard. Yep. Yeah. So. But at the hat age, would you have known this sort of thing? That graveyards are creepy and stuff. If I'm being honest, I think this part was influenced by Hocus Pocus, maybe. Oh, okay. I think. Huh. So, but I don't even know if Hocus Pocus was around. Hocus Pocus was in 1999. So no, I would have been before that. So no, it's not. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm like, what have you, what were you watching at five years old? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But anyways, cut through a graveyard and we're walking through the graveyard and it's got the classic like. Uh, wrought iron fences Mm -hmm. and this one's like six feet tall and one of those rods had fallen off it was loose and it had like a almost like a spearhead at the tip and it was kind of like a spear shape and i was using this thing as like a walking stick hiking through the graveyard we get about halfway when all of a sudden the ground begins to shudder and shake and it begins to open up and it opens up across the graveyard big cracks form and in front of graves And though no one was coming up out of their graves, there was a very light green hue light. And I know that they were coming alive from their resting place. Gosh. Now, there was one that emerged in their grave right in front of us. And the one that emerged was probably about a one-year-old infant. Oh, my gosh. Probably even younger, if like very, very young. Um, So this individual had passed away, but they were still quite 
fresh, if I'm being honest, completely like gaunt and white, but they weren't rotted yet. Okay. So definitely dead, but yeah. But hadn't been deceased for that long of a time. Or they've been deceased. They just haven't rotted. It's very strange. Like I I can look at them. I can very vividly remember them. They're definitely dead. Their eyes are complete white, bloodshot, skin white. Like I can see veins running across their skin, but they're not rotted. Okay. Uh, So anyways, this thing or child or used to be child sits up and is looking at us. Doesn't say anything. It just looks at us. My friend is frozen solid in panic. And I just, out of reflex, I just hit it. Right. (laughs) And it just looks at me again. So I take this rod iron that I've been using as a walking stick and I jab it into its eye. All of a sudden pus begins to like spew out of its eye. Oh my God. And this green light that was emitting from underneath the ground begins to swirl in almost a tornado effect around it. Uh-huh. And though it doesn't speak, I hear its voice out loud say, you killed him. And then it sucks him back into the ground and I wake up. Wow. That was a reoccurring dream I had when I was about five years old. Have you ever looked into this dream? Because a lot of times dreams, they say that they are trying to tell you something or their meaning or things in there mean something, right? Yeah, I don't know what that would mean. I don't know. Maybe it meant that I ate too much candy before bed. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe it meant you had a very overactive imagination, which could be the case. I definitely do have an overactive imagination. So, But still, to have that more than once is terrifying. Yeah. And like you haven't had that as an adult or anything. No, but I very vividly remember it. I've never dreamt of it, but I can like in my mind, I can picture almost like frame for frame, like a movie. I can picture it. I can see it. Well, how do you feel about going through graveyards? Fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, they're they're creepy. They're graveyards. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, no, it's, it's fine. It's a graveyard. A lot of people actually find graveyards very peaceful. Yeah, I could see that. Like there's many people and I'm actually kind of one of them. Like I, I find, I mean, if I was in one at night, probably not so much, but like, um, there was a route that I used to take where we used to live, um, a few houses back actually that went through a graveyard and I'd lost, I like, I, yeah, it was like calming. Like, like it was like calming. Oh, sorry. Did I, say that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I was trying, times. I was trying to get it out and it wasn't coming out properly. So. Fair enough. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to add my little, my own little story there at the end. But thank you guys so much for sharing your listener tales. Sorry we couldn't involve all of them in the show. I'm going forward. We might, we might do some listener tales a little more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I it enjoyed was. that. Um, but don't get confused. This is not a full-on episode. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sit here and say we're going to substitute listener tales for a regular episode. No. Once in a while, we might just throw them in as a little bonus. Yeah, this is just a Halloween week bonus. Yeah. So anyways, we're going to get back to doing all the Halloween week goodness. So um, until we get back to a normal episode, stay wicked. Stay wicked. Stay wicked. Stay wicked. Stay wicked. Stay wicked. Stay wicked.